All right. Baron two friends. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Who else are you? I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping. And today's theme is... Babies. How offspringy. <laughs> I can't think of another adjective. Yeah. Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. So this week we're going to talk about babies and adding babies into the mix of a friendship. And uh, no matter how old you are, if you are of childbearing age, child rearing age, <laughs> when your friends have babies and what you should do about it. Uh, because we've got a lot of questions from both sides of this equation. So parents who miss their friends and then kid-free friends who miss their friends who are parents. Uh, the bad news is Jen and I are both child-free. That's good news. Too. No, that's really good. That's really good news. Uh, but it's not great for answering these questions. Uh, but the better news is that kid-free friends are the ones who should really put in the legwork on keeping in touch with their friends who are parents because of a lot of reasons. Right. Number one being they're not caring for another human being other than themselves to yes, stay alive. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Generally, they're not raising a child. Yeah, and we're not saying that having kids is the most important or challenging part of a person's life or that a parent can't act like an asshole to their friends or even that a person without kids has a life that's any r less rich and complex than the life of a parent. It's just that kids are difficult and it's a fucking fact okay like yeah. you have to keep them for like 18 years <laughs> it's many right this episode is going to come from the perspective of two people who do not have children but are friends with people who do yeah indeed indeed we are not going to speak on the behalf of parents because you know what your lives are tricky and busy enough already without two child free people speaking for you i totally agree i don't really want to tell anybody um what to do on that side of things yeah uh, then what else so adding kids. Adding kids is a unique challenge to any friendship, but it's actually not hugely more complicated from you know the other side of the perspective um, than having a friend with an extremely taxing career. In terms you can understand child-free friends, so think about having a friend with a career that just takes up a lot of their time and energy. So they take a lot of time and energy, and um, like the same thing with kids is the same thing with people who have a career, is that you can't ever really be free of it. So if you hang out with somebody with a very draining work schedule, they're always on their phone. Their mind is often someplace else. And that can be the same thing for a parent, which is what makes being friends with parents very complex, is that there is always something very important on their mind, and it's something that you child-free friend have to deal with and be compromising about right I think compromising is big here and something I've noticed in myself is that the basic knowledge of raising children is so easily lost on me and people who don't have kids like last weekend I was having a birthday party at a laser tag arena and I had to actively remember to tell my friend who has kids that you know you could you should bring them you should bring them to the laser tag arena like and then he told me his kids go to bed at like 7 p.m. <laughs> and I was like oh that's right they go to bed really fucking early right so and, and you can't just leave them there right like they like, go to sleep and then you can't bail you have to yeah, yeah yeah this is really hard man this is a complicated thing and I really hope that people who are parents don't just tune out to this episode because uh, I hope that you take this information and process it and maybe hand it off to your kid free friends and like and give them advice as to how to be a good friend to you um, and I think that the number one piece of advice Something that the only thing we could tell parents what to do about right. is parents, please make your needs clear to your friends. 
let your friends know where your kids are at. Like, I have no idea. I have a friend with a two-year-old, and I literally don't know what that means for her on day-to-day most of the time. Like, I don't know if the kid is old enough to not choke on things. <laughs> like, I don't right. know if uh, if she... Well, I do know that a two-year-old can't be left alone at the house in the evenings. I'm aware of that. <laughs> um, but, like, an infant, like, sometimes you can just... You can take an infant, like, anywhere. They're like a sleeping sleep potato. Th- right. It'll sleep through stuff. Right. <laughs> but a two-year-old, like, needs attention and time and, and things like that. Right. So kid-free people don't know that most of the time, especially, like... So I'm the youngest child. You are too, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. So we have no babies. Like there, we have That's no. A super good point. We I've yeah. never, ever been around, like an infant for an exter- extended period of time. We have no context for what we're you idiots. Need. Yes. We're dumber than your babies. <laughs> <laughs> Think of us as your babies. <laughs> Baby you, us into babies. You have so many babies now. I'm sorry. <laughs> or maybe that's great for you. I don't know. I do want a 29 year old baby. Here I am. <laughs> so. Let's go right into this. So the first question, Jen, would you like to read it? I would. Do it. Question. How do you let your friends know that you love them and their baby, but you just aren't comfortable babysitting said baby for them? Communication. Yeah. Man, I feel like that's so our, like, Band-Aid thing, but it's so true. It is. It is. You have to advocate for your needs. You have to advocate for what you want and what what your abilities are here. Yes. Yes. Um, the way that this person phrased this question kind of leads me to believe that they're not talking about some unreasonable friend who's asking them to babysit all the time. I think that they just want to make clear, like, this is not something that's in my skill set. Right. And just say what you said to us. Right. Yeah. That, that sounded good. Exactly. You just said it perfectly. I mean, you don't even have to explain yourself. Right. You don't. <laughs> I think that you might want to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I doubt your friend's going to press you and be like, why? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird thing to to do. But you can really you can just say what you just said to us like i'm just not comfortable babysitting and that's perfectly reasonable that is their child they wouldn't want to leave their child with someone who didn't want to babysit yeah they don't want to leave their precious angel bundle of joy with somebody who's going to drop that right and it's probably not a big deal to your friend that you're not interested in babysitting this i think this is like about measuring expectations like this feels important to you but your parent friend probably doesn't think that much of it yeah just use a a pretty standard tone of voice that's like hey i i don't know how to baby and i don't want to learn how to baby using your baby yes no parent wants to hear like hey yeah i mean i'll try this out (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, let's give it a shot just give me me and your baby and six hours of time and we'll see what happens yeah Yeah, no they don't want that yeah (laughs) So if your friend is looking for a babysitter, you can offer to help them without being the babysitter. Right. Like you can, you can just say, well, sure, don't trust myself to babysit, but I'll ask around for you. Or I know someone who, who works at a daycare. I can see if they have recommendations, that sort of thing. Right. The other thing is, so I, um, I have tag teamed babysitting with friends before, and it is such a fucking good idea if you don't have kids and neither do your friends because okay so i babysat my friend's uh baby who is like about two and she's the fucking best she's like the most amazing baby but it's hard because all of my friends don't have kids and we don't really have the same skill sets so it was me and uh, and two of my very good friends one of them is very good at baby technical knowledge mm-hmm. so like she knows like okay like this is how like you make them 
do a, a potty and this is how baby it right <laughs> right she's like the it department she was like this is soft enough that she won't choke and die on it this is not something you should hand to a baby i don't know these things so i like would run everything past my friend before i did anything right, right. so for me i have like weird energy levels and like i love playing weird imagination games and i love teaching babies like strange words like i taught the baby the word wobble do you understand how good the word wobble feels for a two-year-old to say out loud? She said it all night. It was the best. And then, and then um, my friend's wife was also there, and she has, like, she does not do babies. But she was like, I'll get you guys a pop. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, let me make sure all the lights are off. Like, she was amazing. And every now and again, we'd be like, oh, like, would you like to read a story? And she would, like, read a story. She's got an amazing, like, orator voice. But she was just like, I don't, I don't, oh, baby. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was a lot of fun, though, because it was like we, instead of it just being, like, one of us babysitting for a night, it was the three of us hanging out with a pretty rad baby. And then we all got to, like, have a fun bonding experience. So... Long story short, if you don't want to babysit, you don't have to. But, like, I think it's a great idea if you have some mutual friends, like, do a tag team babysitting night. Yeah, it could be hilarious. <laughs> yes, it was hilarious. Yeah. We sent videos to, to my friends, the parent, my friend, all night. It was great. That's amazing. That sounds super fun. It is, man. So, yeah. So, in conclusion, you don't have to babysit if you don't want to babysit. And your parent friends don't want you to babysit if you're terrible at babies. They just don't. Yeah. Would you want somebody walking your dog who had never seen a dog before? <laughs> who had never grew up around dogs, right. had a dog. Yeah, you wouldn't. You would never see your dog again. We are comparing babies to dogs, and I love it. Well, you know, you be, we have a frame of reference for things that are familiar to us. Exactly, and that those things are dogs and cats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. All right. Ooh, this one's a doozy. Yeah. How do you tell a friend who's a new mom that she's working too hard at it and not spending enough time taking care of herself? I have a friend who's always trying to be the perfect mom, but she's always exhausted because she can't live up to everyone's standards of what that means. There is much to unpack here. Oh. I wish we could fix this problem, but we would be undoing society. <laughs> yeah, that's society, man. That's, that's the whole of society is making women feel bad for everything that they do. For not being good <laughs> and perfect. Right. And they do it to dads, too. Yeah. Like, there's always that, that, um, that meme of, like, the dad who's, like, doing things wrong because he's a guy. Yeah. Like, the commercials that show the dad being a bubbling idiot and yeah. the mom, like, sweeping the floor. Right. And then dads also can't be good dads because or else it's too much, like, being a woman and being a woman is terrible. Right. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no winning. There's just no winning here. No. I'm so sorry to tell you this. Yeah. <laughs> sorry you had to find out that way. <laughs> sorry you had to hear about how much life sucks on our podcast right but it does the truth yeah but so there's no good answer to this as as we've said because you can't solve it it's just a, a constant struggle that parents are going to live with every day because everyone has their own ideas of what being a good parent looks like and that sucks like a really great example is the extremely aggressive campaigns for breastfeeding and anti-breastfeeding like nobody nobody's winning Babies are losing. People are losing. Personally, I'm a fan of babies getting fed. Yeah, just period. I would yeah. like them to eat food. Yeah, <laughs> I'm crazy. In my neighborhood, there's a store, baby clothes and stuff, and there's literally a sign on the door that says, if you don't breastfeed, you don't care about your child. They can go suck on something. I don't know straight, what. They can just go straight to hell. They can go straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you were right. There is no... There's no winning here. Yes, but there is one winning thing you can do, which is support your friend and listen to your friend because being her soundboard when things get tough is is the only thing you can do and it's the main thing that she needs. 
this isn't me meant to be defeatist or anything because this is truly an important part of friendship is being her backup when shit is insurmountable. And eventually she's going to come to a place in her life and, and figure out what truly works best for her and be at peace. Um, that is all that you can hope for. But she'll get there faster with a good emotional safety net. And that's people who care about her outside of her ability to be a good parent. Super important. Yes. That your parent friend has had a huge shift of identity. Yes. Oh, man, huge. that is a really fucking good point, Jen. Huge shift of identity in becoming a parent. And that is impossible to navigate. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's really, you can't, you know, she, if she might feel like an inadequate mother, she might also feel like an inadequate friend. There are, she's getting signals from every direction telling her she's not good enough. Now it's your turn to love her no matter what. Yes. What she actually needs is somebody to care about her as an entire human being. Right. Because everybody right now is picking apart am I a good if she's married am I a good wife like am I a good parent am I a good daughter like yeah. just be the thing in her life that she doesn't need to work so goddamn hard at oh, super good point yeah try really hard not to come from a place of judgment but mm -hmm. understanding and this means if you say things like you should relax more you should go have a spa day you should go easy on yourself should is a judging word yes that's kind of the last thing she needs right now and it's not going to help. It's going to make your friend feel even worse or even defensive. And it's really not that simple for a parent to just like drop everything and go relax. Like yes. if it were that simple, she would be doing it. Find a place where she can bring the kid. Yes. You know, yeah. like if you want her to take a spa day, then you need to like account for the presence of a child. Right. You know, right. if you want her to relax and you're saying you should relax, then you need to take that on yourself because that's a really hard thing to ask of a person who has to take care of a human being. Find a, a place in your friend's life that is only supportive. And that might mean you, if your friend goes to the park with their kid, you go and sit on the park bench with her and let her vent at you. Mm-hmm. After the kid goes to bed, you drop by with a bottle of wine. That or after the kid goes to bed, you play Xbox. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. like vent. Or maybe take her to a boxing class. Oh, my God. I was just thinking like maybe she needs to get some, some stress out. Yeah, like there's places like the YMCA has classes, and they usually have like childcare available. So if you're like a member there, um, see if you can like bring a friend or something like that. I think that'd be rad. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, she wants to punch some shit. Probably. Yeah, I think so. I want to punch some shit. I don't even have a kid. <laughs> and you seem like a considerate friend for worrying about your parenty friend this way. Yeah. So you probably don't need to listen to this next piece of advice, but I'm going to say it anyway. Be forgiving and flexible. And if your parent friend is like half focused on the conversation, they're probably exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got their mind on other things. And forgive them for it. Let, yeah, let's just like transition this right into... Oh. Ad general advice for kid-free friends who want to stay friends with their friend who now has a baby. Right. Right. Cool. Radical. <laughs> yes. So um, I, I totally agree. Just know that your parent friend misses you and that they are still themselves. They are still an entire and whole person. And even though they, they may identify now I'm a mom, I'm a dad, I'm a parent, that doesn't mean that the core of their personality has changed. They're still the friend that you love and they just have this mini me that they need to <laughs> teach how to eat and where to pee <laughs> you know like it's just like if you got like a new job or yeah or if you adopted several cats like right. you're still the same you're person still yourself yeah right i've heard that from my friend who is who's a new mom she says it's really hard for 
for her because she's like, you know, I still like video games. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm still like me. I still like doing the same stuff. It's just a little harder now. Yeah. I mean, I think that like as a society at large, it would be great if we could just acknowledge the fact that people do not wholesale change into like they, they're, they're not like a time lord like you know <laughs> they don't like have a baby and now they're like the next like incarnation of themselves you didn't just like befriend matt smith after being friends with <laughs> david Tennant for three years like that's not what happened here <laughs> right right but at the same time right at the same time you have to acknowledge to yourself that your friendship could change but that doesn't mean that it's less meaningful just right. because there's less time or you don't like go out clubbing and like you know hunting for dudes that doesn't mean that you're not friends anymore. Right. Your life, the, the pattern of your friendship will look different. You won't see each other on Friday nights, probably. Probably. She, she or he or the parent needs some friggin' rest. Yeah. That is okay. It is, it is now your job to open your mind a little bit, child-free person, and, and recognize that. Do they still have TGIF? Is that still a oh, thing? Oh, I loved that when I was a kid. Right? Like, wouldn't it be great if they had TGIF again? Because I feel like that was, like the 90s parent version of like okay well i can't go to the club but i can watch four hours of television Love with my that. kid yep. <laughs> on friday yeah, i did that every friday my but. mom would be like you can't you can't watch tgif until you clean your room so i clean my room once a week <laughs> <laughs> watch tgif with my parents and make a blanket for it and eat popcorn it was the shit that sounds so, awesome yeah make a new version of tgif somebody contact fox or whoever did TGIF. i'll work on it <laughs> thank you jen okay last lastly Oh, wait, no, no, no. Let's do both of these. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do you, do you want to do Yeah, that? yeah. So another thing to keep in mind, you know, kids grow up. They do. <laughs> They're not they a useless change. potato forever. They change very, very, very quickly. Yes. So your friend's schedule will change. They're probably ruled by nap time at some point in their life. And then a couple months later, the kid's in fucking kindergarten. Yeah. And their schedule will change and open up. Yeah. So be open to them coming back into your life. In yeah. and out, in and out. They, that's probably how it'll happen. And then if their kid is like, I don't know, I don't wish this on anyone, but their kid could get sick, and then they're out of their, they're out of your life again. So recognize that they have a focal point in their life that they need to take care of, and you can orbit around them and come in and out. Yeah. And imagine in first grade when the kid can be in like brownie scouts. Oh, that'll be dope. Because yeah. the, that kid will be gone. That kid will be, yeah. will be later. A, they'll be in a tent. You won't have to think about that kid for days. <laughs> It'll be great. It's amazing. Our final note, the thing we would like to close on is, if you, child-free friend, don't like kids and babies, please don't pretend that you do. Because it's just going to be so stressful and awful for you. <laughs> Awkward. It's so bad. So if, hang, if hanging out with your friend and her kid at the same time doesn't work out and you'll just be grossed out the entire time and thinking about how their hands are covered in boogers and they're touching all of your things, that's bad. Like, you're going to act out on your friend and that, that problem with that kid is going to be this weird, like, reflection onto your friendship. Yeah, because that's the mini version of your friend. Yeah. So they love that kid. Yeah, a lot, probably. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I wanted to add into this is like, so people who are fed up with parents, like pictures of their kids on Facebook, I think you don't understand how an infant doesn't do anything. And then suddenly one day it's like laughing and like smiling at shit you do. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah. That's why there's so many pictures on your friggin' Facebook. Right. Block them if that makes Mute you crazy. It. Mute, Mute it. Let them have their joy. Right. Good God, people can have... <laughs> One fucking thing in their life that makes them <laughs> right? happy. Please. 
You, but you don't have to pretend to like it. Exactly. But you do have to understand that, hello, this is something that's important to them. It's like when your friends were really goddamn jazzed about the Super Bowl and you're like, oh, sports ball is so dumb. <laughs> like, just go masturbate in a corner. <laughs> like, like, deal with yourself while yeah. other people are being happy. You like stupid things, too. You do. You definitely do. Yeah. I know you. And you do. <laughs> Okay. That is a super good point about social media. Like, if you don't like looking at pictures of your friends, baby, fine. Mute them. But, like, yeah. don't give them shit for it. They have other things to worry about than you. Than you. Yeah. <laughs> and your social media habits. You and your dumb problems. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Anyway. So, this was friendshipping. Yeah. <laughs> so, in conclusion, it is okay not to like children. Just be upfront about it with your friend. I mean, yes. don't say I hate your kid. But be like, you know, have a Skype date instead. Play yeah. Xbox together. Play online games. I think the biggest takeaway from this whole thing, like the whole thing, is communication as always. And then, two, like understand that your friend is still a whole and complete person outside of their identity as a parent. Ask them what they need. Yeah, man. I can't believe we went through this whole episode without ever saying that until now. Well, we said communication. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But asking them what they need, I think, is a really specific and good hot <laughs> takes from Jen Dangerous. <laughs> oh, God. Love it. All right, well, this was friendshipping, and if you disagree with what we said, well, you can stuff it. Let us know. Or you can let us know. No, don't let us know. I don't give a shit. But but if you have questions about babies, not babies, friends, life in general, please shove them in our ask hole at ask.fm slash Jen and Trin. There are two N's in Jen, and both N's stand for the proxen sodium which is the active ingredient in advil i'm pretty sure great i did not know that wow you learned something on i'm gonna google every that day. real okay. quick <laughs> leave the silence in <laughs> it's like it's a it reduces fevers <laughs> so yeah good good to know that if i ever babysit <laughs> Oh, God. This is the best episode we've ever had. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at Jen and Trin. The same number of N's apply in both Jen and Trin. Um, Jen is also uh, at Jen Dangerous on Twitter, and I'm at Trin and Tonic, which is like a gin and tonic, but with me inside of it. <laughs> is, is there anything else we want to no, add before we close this? It. This is pretty good. All right. Congratulations, everybody. You listened to a great episode of Friendship. <laughs> New friendship at the problem.